Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you've tuned into the list where we talk movies, music, trending news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brain. I was going to say, anything else that <laughs> happens to, and then I'm like, no, that's not the line. No. Uh, I'm Dave Shingler. This is Cleon Bewley. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> straight in, no lyrics. Uh, straight straight into the show, Dave. Dave, I trust you've had your fill of Christmas. Uh, I've had my fill and fucking everybody else's fill. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. Which I've described this year. Are you ready? Yeah. The Great Christmas Sit-Down. Oh, okay. What like that? Because everyone... The Christmas Sit-Down. Everyone across everywhere has done fuck all. Yeah. Over Christmas. Yeah. Just sat down for a week. Yeah. It's been nice. We, um, I've got bored today. Have you? Yeah, I've felt the need to like... Have you been off work, though? Yeah. Yeah, see, I haven't, so I've had yeah, structure. Yeah. It's nice. I've had no structure, um, and it's driving me batty. I was having this conversation yesterday, actually, at work, and um, I've gone I've gone from, like... I've done all the, all the opposite ends of the spectrum and the happy mediums, because going from catering, where you just didn't get Christmas off yeah. at all... You know, you, I always said your shift starts on, like, November the 29th and it ends on January the 1st. Like, you, you get a break if you're lucky. <laughs> um, so working through Christmas for, like, 16 years to having two weeks off over Christmas for the next few years, which completely threw me out. I was like, oh, what do people do? Mm. Um, and now I'm in this little happy medium where I get a couple of days off, a couple of three days over the Christmas period yeah. and over the New Year period, but I go back to work for a couple of days, so it re- it's really helped to like keep a structure yeah, no, going, I'm... which is which is I found it really cool. So what <laughs> I had was work at a million miles an hour, yeah, till the twenty. Get everything finished. What was the twenty third? Uh, twenty twenty third was the Saturday. Was the Saturday? Mm. Sorry, so I broke up on the Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I finally got work squared away by close of play Thursday. Mm-hmm. The most successful I've ever had in a year to date. Happened on that day. Yeah, and then nothing. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, so you you know how I, uh, the, the work I've got, how many yeah. phone yeah. calls I get in a day, how much pressure I get, and. So I got an average of 12 or 13 phone calls an hour, all at various different levels throughout corporate crap. Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. And then I've had nothing. nothing. And just, well done. <laughs> and then all the managers have gone. Yeah. Well done, guys. See you later. And I've like, got um, a couple of weeks. What, dear? Do you need me to do anything? Do you, do you, I, I tell you what, I'll come back in on on Monday, on Tuesday, Tuesday, which is this week coming. I'll come back in on Tuesday, make sure all the orders are... No, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. You've been instructed that you've got to have time off for this HR. You are not mm. allowed in the building until the 8th. Do not log on. Oh, mate. I'm dry, I am climbing the walls. <laughs> and I'd love to do stuff. Yeah. I'd love to do stuff. But I can't be arsed spending 100 quid a day. And that's the thing. It's isn't quite it's, literally for yeah. anything now. Yeah, it's a hundred quid a day. Yeah, it's it's an it's absolute pathetic. When I when I was working in in an education environment, um, I, obviously I I went from working like all fucking year to having school holidays off. Yeah, and the six week holidays was the worst because well, technically, I, I mean, I, it was a college, I was college based, so it was seven weeks that I got, and. 
you get to the end of the second week, and that's the bit where I'm like, now what? Yeah. Like, and and yeah, you can't just go out and and do stuff every day because, like you say, it's money. But then, like, now what do we do in the house? Where can we go? That's like basically free there's only so many times you can have a fucking picnic there's only so many times you yeah. can go to the same park yeah exactly and then that's the th- another thing is like parks where can you go where it's free mm. all the free places have, are just powered with with like the worst people of society <laughs> yeah i'm talking your fat karens yeah you know the, the ones that don't think they need the, to get um, off their arse to play with the kids. They're the, just on the phone in the park. The Stoke on Trent live comment section. Them, like, yeah, 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 all of them. <laughs> the dregs. All the free places. Have you been Tunstall Park lately? I've, I don't think I've been Tunstall wow. Park for years, mate. You've been Hanley Park lately. Uh, I've, I've walked through it every now. and These then. are all gorgeous parks. Gorgeous. Yeah. They are absolutely stunning parks, and they threw shitloads of cash at Hanley Park as well. Yeah, and it's Calden Park next to it. They did. They went. I can't understand why people. Coming to the restaurants and spending seven quid on a pet on a sandwich and a packet of crisps for the kids and a kids' meal. Close down, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. You're way overcharging. The pavilion. And it was lovely. They did they did such a good job of it. it they, was, did, they did a wicked job of the gardens and the bandstand by yeah. it. It was gorgeous. But then you go in and it's like, oh, can I have a, a cheese panini and, and, a, and a brew? Yeah, that's um, that's half your mortgage, please. <laughs> How much now? Oh. I was about to get on my knees and suck you off. Like, I, what the I, fuck? I walked out. I, <laughs> the first time in my life, I put a bottle of Coke back and just left Tesco. A 500ml bottle of Coke, mm. how much is a standard? This is across England now. A standard five, 500ml. The little ones. From supermarkets. Little ones. From the supermarkets, from Tesco Express, from anywhere. How much um, are you? 210. Two quid. Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's pathetic. Mm-hmm. But you can you can walk down the aisle a bit further down the other and end. And get one for one pound fifty. And you can get yeah, you can get like a one point seven five litre bottle for two two and a half quid. Well no, it's not, it's one pound fifty. Um two litre bottles, two pound ten. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's crazy. I I didn't realise this because I, w- I was getting like meal deals and stuff from Tesco's. Um, but you know, like your corner shop, your yeah. convenience shop is always a bit more expensive than yeah. your supermarkets because it's convenience and that's you pay yeah. you pay for the convenience. It's actually cheaper to get a bottle of Coke from the the convenience shop opposite work yeah. than it is to get one from the supermarket. Mad now, isn't it? And and it's like and it, let's face it, it's because they're foreign imports. Like and, no Tesco are pitching the prices up, and well, I mean, you things places like like your B and M's and stuff like that, and your and your, your your convenience shops and whatnot. When you get a bottle of pop, whether it's Coke, Pepsi, or whatever, you look at the ingredients, and it's in some language Arabic. I don't know what it's in. Like it's from somewhere, um, but yeah, and they're selling them off cheaper than than uh, you know anything you can get from the supermarket. It's like, fuck that, I'm just going to cut one from over there. I'm just marvelled at the fact that things can travel halfway around the world and... Still be cheaper. Still be cheaper. Anyway, what's happened today, Dave? Oh, shit. Uh, Today, it's... It's the 1st of January. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to it, it's the 1st of January. If you're listening to... I don't know what's happening in the future. Dave, go through the first... (laughs) Just ignore it. We're in the 1st of January, all right? fuck. What's happened as of today... It's on the first of January. New law that's in place. Is it the XL bully law? It is the XL bully yeah. laws. XL bullies are going cheap on marketplace right now. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Cheap, Dave. 
Well, actually, no. <laughs> Yesterday they were going cheap. Yeah, yeah. Today, not today so cheap. Today you can't sell them. Can't get them anywhere. Can't get them anywhere today. But yesterday, dead cheap. So the 31st of December, or what was New Year's Eve, basically, uh, let's just say what it is. It's death row time for dogs, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. If you XL bully, joking aside, if you picked up an XL bully yesterday, please look after it because you're stuck with it. You gotta walk it. It's got to be muzzled. They have yeah. a new laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling up. I'm pulling up the uh, any XL bully now that is currently in kennels cannot leave kennels. Yeah, that was the thing I saw. That's the law now, yeah. Because um, we follow some of them, you know, Animal Shelter, Iris's Cats, um, yeah. all that, places like that, um, City Dogs Home. And there's an XL bully in, in one of them. I can't remember where it is now. And they're literally like, we are pleading because we've got two days. And in two days' time, we cannot rehome this dog because yeah. he, he's classed as an XL bully. And this dog is gorgeous. And they're like, he's gorgeous. He's soft as anything. Um, he does as he's told. He's a beautiful, beautiful dog. And we've got two days to rehome him or else we can't. Yeah, I've seen that. And, and it's just like, it's so fucking sad. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, yeah, some of these dogs um, are, are vicious bastards, but it's because they haven't been fucking been told to not be vicious bastards. They've had you know no direction yeah. outside of fight, fight, fight. And and some of them are just like big, soft sacks of shit, which, which are ace. There's nothing better than a massive dog that's a big softie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it is such a shame. And there was a couple of people in the shop talking about this the other day because one, one of them had he's he's got an XL or a dog that's classed as an XL bully and uh, and he goes we um he says like you know we we kind of saw it coming and they went and got him professionally trained and it's like when he goes for walks and stuff now like you get the muzzle out and he gets dead excited and he'll walk towards the muzzle and yeah. put, put his own mouth like in the muzzle like because he knows it's walk his yeah, time yeah and, he, and, he, and he's like he's, he's dead soft and he's dead happy and he's no threat to anyone and he's like but have you seen the bloody um yeah to, so from from today you can't um breed sal Advertise. You can't even give them away. No, you can't. You can't do any of that. But it's from, I think it's from February. You have to register them. Yeah. Um, and it's it's, I can't remember the price, but Did, it's like it's, it's hundreds. Didn't dogs it's, used to have to be licensed? I don't know. I don't know. Yet. I'm pretty sure dogs um, at one point they still have to be licensed. They have to be chipped. Yeah. 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 So dogs have to be licensed anyway. But you have to for, for the ex, for these like dangerous breeds now. You, you have to have a license now. I don't know what this entails. You know why they've put that in place? Money, money, money. It's not for the government to make money. What's it to stop? Um, go on. XL bullies being on estates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they won't be able to afford the licensing now. Mm-hmm. So what the government have done effectively is take the dog out of those people's hands and right. Some, rightfully Some so. Some, rightfully I, so, yeah, I've yeah. got to stop doing blankets over... I've got to stop speaking this way and doing blankets over people. Clingers is from Smallthorn. Um, some people have raised them really badly and they need to be licensed. But some people have got them as family pets and they do walk the dog on a daily basis. Yeah, I was just reading. I was reading um, some of the rules here. So it's like because you're not allowed to breed them, are you? So they're basically no. killing off the the the, the, the species. Yeah. Like, 
Um, so in this country, yeah. So if um, if your dog is less than one year old on the thirty first of January, uh, it must be neutered, and you have to provide evidence by the thirty first of December next year. Um, if it's more than one year old on the thirty first of January, you've only got until June to provide the evidence that the dog's been neutered. Um, if your dog's already neutered, um, a vet must confirm this um, by the 31st of December for dogs less than one and the 30th of June for dogs more than one. So you've got to provide all this evidence. You've got to get them registered. I believe the registration was something like 96 quid or something like mm. that to, to get your dog registered. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a dog owner. You know, I'm, I'm a dog lover, but I'm not a dog owner. Oh, yeah. So... I don't, uh, you know, I don't know the the ins and outs. I was too young to, um, you know, when it was the German Shepherds and and, and whatnot, and the Staffies and everything. I was I was kind of a bit too young to to really pay attention and to uh, to care in all fairness um, about what was going on then. Um, so I don't know the effects. I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know, you know, how this helps. So, but it seems it seems to me that. Um, it made the news real. These dogs have been around for ages, and it just seems to me like for about two weeks, that's all you read about in that's the news. That's all you read about, yeah. And then all of a sudden, can't have these dogs. Yeah. And it's like, um. Narrative was set up. Uh, yeah, the narrative was set, yeah. But if there's. I've got to look at it this way. Have four people last year been mauled by a Labrador? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Have four people last year been mauled by a Chihuahua? Uh, I well, mean, yeah, your ankles, been bit, like... your ankles. But <laughs> you see where I'm coming from. Yeah, has has a pug broke loose in any streets from its back garden gate, jumped over, charged through another gate, <laughs> and mauled a child? No, no. Which dog breed has this happened with? Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. I think it got to a point where it was. Okay, we've had a few really bad attacks. Yeah. And they were bad. Yes. They yeah, were, they were, they were, they were death were. of children. Where a dog or an animal within the UK has effectively gone and killed a child. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. 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 If it's happened twice, it will happen thrice. Yeah. Yeah. And it will happen force. So you've got yeah. to change. Do you know what? I remember um God, I was only young. Me, me old man used to work um, security, and uh, we we'd all we always had like German shepherds Alsatians because yeah. um, they, they were used the, to have a Nikita. We did have an Akita. Akita. We did have an Akita yeah, for a bit. Well, um, before that, we always had like German shepherds, and um, German shepherds were the they were the security plus dogs. You mm. know what I mean? And whenever a dog was like retired. Like, my dad bring it home. Like, yeah. I will look after the dog now for a bit. And then we, we ended up getting a, a German Shepherd from Pop, um, uh, Maxine, he was ace. Um, but sometimes, like, accidents happen. And it, it just so happened once that we'd left the gate open and the back door open by accident. And a group of kids were dicking around and shouting and screaming. And, um, and like, the dog ran out. Like, because the dog's like, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on, ah! Like, and then because the kids get scared and frightened, the dog starts, like, barking and everything. And um, I don't know what happened, but I, th- I believe one of the kids was, like, swinging, get off, get away, get, a- get away. Max gets scared and snaps. Yeah. And ends up biting this kid. Yeah. Um, and 
pure accident, like you know what I mean. And we had had him trained. He, he went off for three weeks to. Um, uh, there was this. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was like an ex-copper that used to train German shepherds. And he had like it was like Crufts in his backyard, mm. and he used to you know train them and everything. And um, but it was just one of them freak accidents, and it was so stressful for me, old man, because like the family were threatening, you know, try to get the dog put down, and we were like, look, th- th- this is he's not a vicious dog. Like he was scared. Because basically, your kid was being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, to go through the stress of that, and, and so accidents can happen, things yeah, can go but, wrong. But that was a, a bite, not a mauling and a death. Yeah, you know le- what I mean? le- legality. If it would have gone any further, I don't. That's not the dog's fault. Yeah, that's whoever left the gates open fault. Mm, awesome. so, <laughs> uh, you, you can dice it up. You, yeah. that, that's part of the part. So you were at fault. Yeah, for that boy getting bit. Mm-hmm. So that's irresponsible owners. Yeah. XL bullies, aggressive, mm. biting, mauling. And I'm not saying you were an irresponsible owner. I know you had loads of dogs. Oh, I, know you had, a... I know you had loads of dogs. No, bro. but it was an irresponsible it thing. It was an irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. It was just yeah. a cock up because. Yeah. And that wasn't on the owner, though. Mm. It was on you, little turds. <laughs> These kids. <laughs> Going, right, I've come in for something to eat now. <laughs> like, I'm leaving the gate open. But dogs, dogs are like that. If someone's. If somebody's doing uh, the, the hand thing with dogs, I hate people who stroke dogs like like they're anointing them and, and yeah, like they're, I'm with a, you. Like so, they're a priest. Yeah. So they go. The like, hand comes from the top. The hand yeah, comes yeah. from the top down. The dog's gonna go get off. Because mm. what would you do if someone's getting a hand? Yeah, 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 straight I'm, on you I'm, to vis- vision. You move. Or I'd let them. So no, but <laughs> no, yeah, I know what you mean. If somebody's, if somebody approaches Scruffy, and they do, mm-hmm. the worst thing about this country is women with little dogs walking in the middle of a field. <laughs> it's the worst thing, Dave. It's the worst thing. Fuck it, I'm getting into this. Okay, here we go. So you get, I always get with my dog. My dog has perfect recall. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Two whistles. At one whistle. Come back, two whistles, you're in shit, get your ass back in. <laughs> and he fully understands it. I've walked him for miles and miles and miles, and I love my little puppy dog. Mm-hmm. And my missus will go, I knew he loved him by on this phone call right, through this pod show. So what they do, they carry a bum bag around with them. And this is a lot of women, a lot, <laughs> a lot of women. I've seen this on more than 12 occasions, Okay. A bum bag full of treats. Treats. Treats in the bum bag. So what they're doing with the dog, when the dog was a puppy, somebody went to get your dog to do what he's told when he's off his lead, take him off his lead and give him a treat and he'll come back. What Thicko does is she takes that as behaviour pattern. Mm. So now the dog's food motivated. Yeah. My dog's off his lead. Where do you think my dog's going to? Does he want the treats? He wants a big pouch of treats. Yeah. So I've got a woman at the top of a field with a big pouch of treats feeding dogs like she's Moses. <laughs> Here, my children. Like she's Moses. Have, you, have your food. Like Jesus with like three bits of fish feeding the 40,000. Have it, have the food, have the food. <laughs> she's got 10 dogs around her. It's been five minutes. All the owners have left her. <laughs> I've walked in that direction. This random geezer's walked in that direction because there's my dog, which is crossed with a deer, a deer hound. There's an actual deer hound 
Do you know how big they are? They're pretty, yeah. They're, yeah. Have you seen one? Not in real life. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I saw this dog walk around. Well, I saw this horse walk around. Well, this pony <laughs> walk around the corner. And my dog, who's part deer hound, went, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he just stopped dead. My dog stopped dead. Mm. And basically went, whoa. Because my dog's normally got the longest legs. Its head was like... Yeah, that, I'm not joking. Yeah, it, like was, a tiger. it was like <laughs> it was just this big eat of a dog, and he came up to my ribs, big ass, big massive yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah. I said to the guy, I said, "How quick does that go?" He says, "Well, I live on a farm, and we were racing mm-hmm. um, go karts, and when we looked to the left, my dog was by the left of me, and I was like, how quick were you going?'" He was like, "About 40. Mm. I was like, wow. He was like, but they used to hunt deers. They're big dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you've got woman, Karen, at the top of the hill, and now she's starting to panic. Because she's feeding a million dogs. No, because yeah. she's attracting more. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, because everyone who's coming out has gone like this. He's got the dog off a lead. They've gone, I did. and as the dog goes, poof, mm. at the top of the hill, they go, where's that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so after shouting from the bottom of the hill put your treats away so I can control me dog please yeah I finally had him back yeah that's the problem yeah you yeah. have to can trust your animal yeah put yeah you you need to put them away yeah and then I can get my dog back stop feeding me dog that would piss me off anyway like what, yeah. if, what, if, my, what if your dog's got fucking dietary issues do you know what also annoys me the old people of this world. Go on, just if in you, general. <laughs> oh, mate. You're out walking your dog. This is turning into a dog walker's bloody problem corner. You're out walking your dog, and you get people who do this all the time. So then your dog gets in a habit, so every time he sees an old person, they're going to go, and do the stroke on him. However, yeah, yeah. Not, all pe- not all old people like dogs. So I'm spending a consistent eternity going, hi, I'm not I'm, I'm not being nasty. Yeah. But can you can you just not come running up to me dog? Yeah. Asking him to jump up here because he's not allowed to jump up people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. stop having him jumping up you. I, You're killing my dog's behaviour pattern. I am um, in the shop a few weeks back, a guy came in and he had a couple of dogs with him. Um, actually, just quick divert, quick divert on that. There was a guy who came in to buy some tickets, and he had a dog with him, and he was holding a dog lead, but I couldn't see the dog. I'm like, where's the fucking dog? He's got the lead in his hand. Because it's not like you're just an empty lead. The lead was like... <laughs> you didn't have one of them special leads like, you used to get from Blackpool. Like tight, yeah. <laughs> like him. So like, where's the dog? And I realised what he'd done is he'd left the dog outside and shut the door, but had the lead coming through the door so the dog couldn't run off. And, um, Genius, man. And I'm like, oh, um, I went, mate, was your dog outside? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I went, can come in. Can he? Yeah. Come in, he's fine. <laughs> Let him bring it in. <laughs> oh, all right. So he goes and gets his dog. Anyway, um, a, guy, a guy brought a couple of dogs in, and they, they were only little things. Um, and I came from behind the counter because there's two dogs in the fucking shop. So of course I came from behind the counter. But I went up to the guy. I went, "Excuse me, mate. Is he okay after strokey dogs?" And he looked at me like I was a fucking idiot. <laughs> and he's like, "What?" I went, "Is he is he okay after strokey dogs?" And he went, "Yeah." 
I went, sorry, I'm not just going to dive in and start rolling around with them. Like, I'm, they're your dogs. I'm going <laughs> to ask, per- me finger off. <laughs> ask, you permi- ask you permission first. Like, and people, because of you know, like what you've just said, people just like come up to, oh, you're a beautiful dog. And it's like, no, ask the fucking permission. It's not your dog. I've, like, had, a woman, I've had an old woman come up mid-walk and do this and everything with you. I'm standing with a lead going. <laughs> the fuck? Scruffy's just confused, like Scruffy's like got his head on a tilt, looking at this person, going, "Who is this muppet?" <laughs> no idea who she was, and then carries on walking. Carries on walking, and the dog's like, <laughs> "It just happens." But anyway, comes up to you. Excuse me, uh, is your ever kiss your dog on the nose? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you have got an ex, back, back to back to the point in hand. If you have got an XL bully, make sure you keep the dog on a lead because every single Karen is going to oh, be out yes. waiting to try and get your dog executed. Yeah. So yeah. just everybody who does have one, please take care of the dog, and please try and follow the rules for twelve months. None of this, the rules don't apply to me because they don't apply to you. They apply mm. to your dog. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was just um, I was just reading uh, on, online then because my, my brother's got a cane corsa, um, uh, which, uh, yeah, cane corsa, which it's, it's a mastiff, Italian mastiff. Mm. But I'm trying to, I don't know whether that fits into the definition of XL bully because... He's a big bastard. <laughs> he's he's a big one. Um, but I I need to. I, I don't. He's obviously already done his research, but I haven't asked him. Um, but like, his I mean, his, his dog's like just huge, mm. but soft as anything. Like beautiful. my cousin's got an American pity, mm. and I asked him the other day. I said, "Does this class as does Alfie class as an XL?" And he was like, "No, it's an American pity." <coughs> Lovely dog. Yeah, I'm just. It's it's. It's one of them. It's like, on their owners. They need to really define it as well. They've got to define that that explanation of of XL bully. What is XL bully? Because it what I, from what I understand, it's a big muscular dog. Like that's kind of you know the layman's terms. There is a, it's a type of pit bull in it. At the end of the day, I just don't know what type it is. It's it's a big ass dog. Bred for the use of fighting. Anyway, yeah. want to hear a stupid story? Yeah. Oh, I always wanted a stupid story. <laughs> so I went, I was out doing my Christmas shopping. Yeah. I, went, I went and do some last minute stuff. Ooh, just your bets. On Christmas Eve. I was going to tell this in just last gotta, week's... Just got to get a few bets. Last week's podcast, but I forgot to. And I was cheesed off when I got home that I didn't actually go mm. through it. Right. So I went into Boots. Go on. And I was getting, you know... Yeah, your land of soap and glory. Yes, you know, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Stocking fillers. Yeah. And whilst we've been at work, some of the lads at work we we were giggling and having a blokey discussion about that. Is it Viagra? It's not called Viagra. It's what you can buy over the counter. Yeah, Viagra Connect. Something like that. Viagra yeah. But Connect. there's like, there's different brands. Loads, there, like, loads yeah. of different brands you can get. Mm. That's just the official one. I don't know what the 
Yeah, it's... You've got a super like, drug brand. It's like buying, you know, ibuprofens. You can get Nurofen, which is the brand. Yeah. You can get Tesco's own. Yeah. You know, there's the, there's loads of different things, isn't there? Like, Load, but, yeah. but it's the same medication. <laughs> but the same medication. Yeah. So I was standing and I saw it in the chemist and I thought, this will be a giggle over Christmas. Let's get a pack, see if it works and all that type of stuff. Jesus Christ, Dave. <laughs> I didn't know I was walking into a fucking episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So, I, I because I'm a pain in the arse, <laughs> the woman behind the counter went for embarrassing me. <laughs> and she went, oh! And I was a cute behind me. You want the Viagra Connect, do you? <laughs> and I thought, you fucking bitch. So I thought, oh, I'm going to have fun with her. So she went, you need to fill in... This form, <laughs> if you want, Viagra connects. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why are you announcing this stuff, dog? <laughs> and you can see all the fat women around me going, mm. pulls the megaphone out. Like, Mate, honestly, this went, gentleman. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so I thought, Jesus Christ. And she's got this big pink form. She's gone in the back to the chemist and she's walked out of where the chemist guy lives. Yeah. And gone, I found you a pink form that you need to fill in. For your Viagra Connects <laughs> and put it down on the thing and then pass me a pen. I thought, you little bitch. Like, nice one for telling everybody. Does, does anyone else in Superdrug not know what I'm doing today? <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm filling this form in. And I had a, I had a real internal giggle to myself. <laughs> like a real, I saw one of the questions and I thought, what's that? And I went, <laughs> excuse doc. <laughs> What does it mean with a penis deformity such as Paraline? And I shouted it over the top to where she was in the chemist. And she came right out. And she goes, I'll have to ask the chemist this information. I don't know off the top of my own head. I'm not sure. So, well, can you not check on Google? I said, Do you want to go ask the pharmacist? And I watched, she looked at me and her face went down. I sent her back to the pharmacist. And there was a couple of others. And I've made a note of Oh, you made a note it. of Oh, him. I've made a note of him, yeah. And I'm not just doing this off the top of my head. And what's the note? Have you have you called the note, is your cock weird? <laughs> <laughs> is your cock weird? So it was a few mm. odds. A prolonged and painful erection lasting several hours. I was like, what should I do if I get... And I read it out. I said, you need to ask the pharmacy. She went... <laughs> and you could see her looking at me going you fucking arse so I sent her back to the pharmacies to ask and she's come back and give me the answer which I didn't need to know Yeah. now I am epileptic now it does say that Viagra could cause a fit or a seizure could you see how this is relevant to the sodium valparate I have she's like you're an arse so I've sent her back said it also says you can't use poppers with this medication <laughs> I'm just reading this part here. What would I, why can't I take poppers and Viagra Connect? You know, you can't get real poppers anymore. I don't even know, mate. I, I haven't had poppers since the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> That's even where they were still a thing, matey. You must be able to still get them from Oak Street. <clears throat> if I've got a stomach ulcer, what if I don't know I've got a stomach ulcer mm. and I take Viagra Connect? What, mate, I kept sending her back and forth. And in the end, she just in the end she just got the form off me, and she went, "Thank you very much," <laughs> and put it behind. Now, while this was going on, 
I've got people in stitches everywhere. I had a woman who forgot a, an American Express black card. Right. A Platinum American mm-hmm. Express. Right. And I'd just paid for it. And she's laughing. She's got tears down her eyes and she's left. <laughs> now, she's left a card in the machine. It's Christmas Eve. Oh. It's an American. I've seen straight yeah, yeah, away yeah. and there's like a load of people around. So I've whipped it out. And I've gone, excuse me. And she's looked over her shoulder and started walking quicker. <laughs> and I'm genuine, so serious. I finally, I, I, after. I finally caught up with her at game. <laughs> oh, I was in super drug day. <laughs> She's finally stopped when I went, you forgot your American Express, you silly sod. And she went, <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. I thought you were a really nice lady, but it was funny for about five minutes me chasing it. I don't don't forget, I've just been asking about penis <laughs> deformity. Why can't <laughs> I take stuff with poppers? You got a bag of blue pills in one hand. American Express in the other hand. American Express in the other hand. And I'm full chasing her through the middle of the pottery centre. She's in a long golden coat. Mm-hmm. A pair of high heels which are also gold. <sighs> And she's got a black American Express, so I know these cost a fortune. Mm. And she spot as soon as I said, you left your card in the machine. Literally, you've never seen someone just hit the brakes. <laughs> she's just like, sorry, what? And turned around. But I just thought to share that with you, because I was giggling my backside off. And so was the entire building. But yeah. Did you get them? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah cool. Yeah. Just after all that, they just go, computer says no. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it's just a formality I found. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. make sure you're not going to, like, die with I a don't. massive cock. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Death by massive cock. You can't shut the coffee lid. <laughs> it's still hot. It's been over seven hours now. This is like... She said it'd be fine. Imagine that, trying to look. Come on. Come on. Somebody's going to have to touch it. Somebody's going Somebody's gonna to have to touch it. Just push it down. Like... Just push it down. Bang! Springs back up. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Just me just me and Danny, if you're not going, <laughs> bang! Just like with a little mould on the top of the lid. <laughs> Could get it its own little um, little cloth. Like over little the top cloth. of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye to Cleon and his chap. Football. Oh, okay. What's happened over football? Because they've put football at really stupid times over the Christmas break. Yeah, yeah. It's completely lost me. So we'll start with Friday the 22nd of December. Jesus. Yeah. Aston Villa won Sheffield United nil. And then we went to Saturday... Did uh, we not do this? Oh, week? no, we did this last week, didn't we? Yeah. I'm all lost now. Tuesday, the 20... Boxing Day matches. That's where we're up to, aren't we? Tuesday, Boxing Day matches. Are these all the ones that were on Amazon? Yeah. Which is like... Do you know the Turkish League plays on Christmas Day? Fuck off. Yeah. Is that because they don't celebrate Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, we'll start on Boxing Day. Newcastle 1, Nottingham Forest 3. We don't need to talk about that anymore. I'll be, <laughs> I, I will. I will. Everything's caught up with Newcastle. Yeah. Everything has. The the amount of games, the Champions League, the amount of injuries, and they knackered. And you could see it against Nottingham Forest. Because Kieran Trippier looks like a 93-year-old bloke. Yeah. <laughs> If there's anyone who needs a couple of days in Dubai for recovery, it's that man. Bournemouth 3, Fulham nil. Surprise. 
Sheffield United 2, Luton 3. Another good result for Luton. We seem to be on a run. Burnley 0, Liverpool 2. And Man United 3, Aston Villa 2. That was a really good match, actually. Mm. I only saw the second half, though. And Man United were down 2 0. Um, so I only saw pretty much prime circa 1970s Brazil Man United, or as so it seems. Now, did our local teams play? Yes, we did. Stoke beat Birmingham 3-1, which is no great credit because everyone's beat Wayne Rooney since he's took over at Birmingham. <laughs> and Port Vale drew. Did we draw? Did Vale draw? No, they lost 3-2 to Barnsley, which is another great result for Vale. Then we had Wednesday 27th. We had Brentford 1, Wolves 4, Crystal Palace, uh, Chelsea 2, Crystal Palace 1, and Man City 3, Everton 1, continuing theirs. Then we had Thursday the 28th of December, because we can't just play matches on one freaking day no more. Mm. Bra- yeah, because Prime and everybody else has got yeah, all yeah, of it. Yeah. Now everyone's knackered in football. Take a look at the Premier League injuries at this moment in yeah. time. Mate. We're at an all-time high across all teams. Is it three? Is there three or four broadcasters now that I've got it? Is it just the three? Sky, TNT, and Amazon? And Amazon, yeah. Right. But Amazon like doing... Right, we'll have two games Monday, two games Wednesday, two games Thursday. Right, and we're going to do it again at the weekend. It's pathetic. Grow up. Um, Brighton 4, Tottenham 2, Aston Villa 0. Sorry, Arsenal 0, West Ham 2. And then that, that is, it. yeah, it's, is all murder she wrote, just, apart yeah. from two games today, <clears> for some reason best known to herself, at two o'clock, Fulham versus Arsenal, and Tottenham are losing against Bournemouth. And then weirdly tomorrow, we've got Liverpool versus Newcastle. Yeah. Which I may have tickets to. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I may, I may, I may, I may. There was no... Um... No football league yesterday, was it? No. No. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with I was scro- and football. I was scrolling through like through through the, 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 the schedule of play on BBC's website at work and I am like, where's the where where, where where are the games, love? Where are all the games? I've been doing <laughs> this I've been doing this for a bit now going I don't know what's going on with football. It seems to be on random days, <laughs> like random football matches, and they kick off anywhere between 12 o'clock in the afternoon till 8 o'clock at night. Um, you been watching the darts? It's getting boring. Uh, no, but I know what's happened. Go on, go a, on. a young lad <laughs> he's who's not, 16. He's not 16. Look at him. Fucking 16-year-old, <laughs> my arse. A young lad who's 16, <laughs> mentally, I think, um, has... Beat someone last night? Yeah, so um, Luke, Luke, <laughs> Luke Littler, he's the current, like, youth... Luke Littler? Luke, Luke Littler. I was going to say, um, it's definitely a lie. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, he's... 24. <laughs> yeah, he's 37. Uh, no, he's he's the current youth champion, current youth... What the fuck, ever champion. He, he's, he's, he's current youth everything. Um, he's qualified for the Worlds. And he's literally annihilating. He's not just winning; he's annihilating everybody. Like so, um, last night was was one of the big ones because he was playing Raymond Van Barneveld, who's a five time world champion. Um, RVB he um, he retired a few years back, and then he came back, um, and he is he's Luke Little as like idol. 
Um, now, the thing with Barney is that there was the whole Phil Taylor Barney thing. Barney was the, the champion of the BDO. Mm. And this was when the BDO World Championship still had merit to it, you know what I mean? And and Taylor was the, was the PDC champ. And they did this big pay-per-view game at Wembley one year where they, like, they played for an hour and, and Taylor, like, decimated him. Yeah. Um, so when Barney left the BDO and moved over to the PDC. Like, Sky really built it up. There was countdowns for, like, the next Taylor versus Barney match, and um, it, it was it was a fairy tale thing because they got drawn opposite ends of the worlds, so the, that that um, final was always going to be on, and that final happened. It was, it was 2007, it was Taylor versus Barney, and it was like, right, we've got the two, the two best from... Mm both sides of the of the darting world now in the PDC World Championship final and it went down to the sudden death lag. Um it went all the way and Barney ended up beating him and that was the start of like I'm not gonna say Taylor's demise, but he had he had a bad season after that. I think he, he drinking it really that. affected his 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 playing. Dumping girls on the A five hundred also um so <clears throat> So Barney wins the PDC Worlds. Yeah. Um, Twelve days later, Luke Little is born. <laughs> um, but yeah, Luke, there's video. They're showing videos like home movies of Luke Little. Um, he had this little magnetic dartboard when he was a baby, and and they're showing like he's a toddler and he's throwing darts like a fucking looks like a pro, and um, and then he's doing the Barney celebration, arms out and. Yeah, he's 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 Luke, Luke Littler's like darting hero Barney is, and he draws him in the world. This was you know last night, and it's like, oh, will it be? Will there be too much respect there? Will he be too starstruck? Was he fuck? He went out and he just fucking owned that stage. And if he, the thing with 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 plays like this. Yella Clarson did it in the BDO. Young lad, he wasn't, he was older than 16, but young lad comes in, uh, qualifier, he just has a week of the best games of his life and beats Barney in the final, yeah. win, wins, the, wins the BDO Worlds, you know what I mean? Um, uh, Christian Kist, he was, a, he was another Dutch guy that did it, comes in as a qualifier and gets through to the final, wins. Um, also won me a few hundred pounds from too much uh, too soon from Skybet, which yep. uh, which which was great. Um, and these things happen. You'll get one guy that just kind of comes out of nowhere, and he for two weeks, three weeks, however long of the tournament is, he plays the best darts he's ever played. Yeah, he's got a real good chance. Yep. Of, of of winning this 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 tournament, um, the last time I remember something like this happening was a guy called Kirk Shepherd, and he got through to the final, and um, it was a bit of a like. I'm not going to say it wasn't like exciting because you got this young lad, this Kirk Shepherd, who's come out of nowhere and he's beating everyone, and he gets through to the final, and then John Part, he plays John Part, who was who was already a, a two time champion. He was the first guy to win the BDO Worlds when the the PDC guys split. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, he won the, in the BDO, and then he came over to the PDC and he beat Taylor in a final. You know, he's he's a legit world champion. You know what I mean? He's he's a great player. But I didn't get that sense of kind of like excitement about it. It was like, oh, John Part and this other lad that nobody knows in the final, and John Part fucking destroyed him. You know, yeah. This guy's played the best darts ever, but and then he's got to the final and bottled it basically. And, um, and you know, John Park destroys him, wins another another world title. Um, but I don't 
get I'm not getting that feeling with Luke Lurtley. He's he's he just he's just coming on and he's just like no stress, nothing lose, throwing the darts of his life. It can um, still be in football it's called elite mentality. Yeah. And you get it in football players as well. I've seen loads. 21, 22, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Mm. Best football of your life. You see him running up and down the wing, scoring goals and everything else. And then you catch him 10 years, then they make a big move and that's it. Yeah. That's it's it. it's um, it's going to be one of them ones where... And then they fall back down <clears> the <throat> leagues. Mm. They make a big move to a big team. They don't put in the same work ethic. Yeah. They get loaned out to a smaller team and then they fall back down through the leagues. Do you know what? Michael Van Gerwen. Hundreds of them. Uh, Michael Van Gerwen. Millions of them, sorry. Is probably the best arts player in the world right now, Michael Van Gerwen. And he has been for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He... He retired for Taylor. He did a a similar thing where he won the BDO Masters when he was like 17. And everybody's like, oh, this young Dutch kid and he's going to do everything. And he didn't. He didn't do everything. He didn't. Uh, the, there's a theory that if you go to the BDO Worlds and you get through to the semis, mm. you are legally contracted to play in the next year's yeah, Worlds. Yeah, yeah. And there was a group of them that all lost in the first round. And there's there's talk that they threw the matches yeah, so yeah. they could move to the PDC. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and when he came over to the PDC, he didn't really do anything. It was like, oh, well, that was a flash in the pan then. Um, and it just took a bit of time. He just took a bit of growth, a bit of maturity. And he came, and then eventually he works his way back up the ranks and he's the best in the world. Um, and this could be a similar thing. Luke Little is playing the darts of his life. Will he, if he wins, will he be able to handle the pressure of being a 16-year-old world champion and what that brings with it? You know what I mean? Do you know what I've got? You know what I've got an issue with darts. Go on. I think it's mainly fixed. Oh, you think it's fixed? Or mo- massively? Okay. Massively, mate. Why? I've seen Phil Taylor in a match, and I've only got this from watching darts a couple of years ago. Mm. I've seen Phil Taylor in a match be going double twenty, treble twenty, double twenty, treble twenty, double twenty, treble twenty, double twenty, twenty for three for three gate for three ma- for three sets. Yeah. yeah. And then for three sets, I've seen him go, oh, I've missed the board. Oh, I've hit that dog <laughs> over there. Oh, and I've kept the crowd behind me for three sets. Mm. And then he's gone, win, win, win. And then the guy's caught up with him a little bit. And then he's gone, now it's time for me to accelerate. Mm. I'll make it interesting. And then he's gone. I mean, there's, <clears throat> there's loads of that. If anybody could do that, Taylor could do it because he was the, he was the, the best ever, and nobody will ever do do what he did. Um, I suppose Anderson Silver in MMA, he used to do the same thing. Yeah, he'd flop around and he prete- yeah. pretend he was hurt, and then bang, like, yeah. you know what I mean? He he would literally play with his opponents for twenty minutes, and then for three minutes he'd kick the crap out of them. Like. Um, I suppose it's feasible, but I don't see why. Yeah, but in that fighting, that's called dicking around. Mm. In darts, I think it's called fixing. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Um, the pressure of the stage can get to you, you know. Like I, I say, know. with with Taylor, when he lost to Barney, like the next twelve months, he was just a different guy, and he was he was trying like to renew his game. He was changing his darts and his flights and his stems. I remember he played the. Um, was it the Las Vegas Desert Classic where he came out with these spinny flights and they were fucking dreadful and he was throwing and it's like one, five, 
20, 7, 19, 19. He was like, he got beaten the first round and he just got wasn't, paid quarters wasn't of a million himself. to advertise yeah, I mean, the darts, though. That was the thing, like, you know what I mean? He, um, it's a big reason why a lot of people left the BDO and moved over. There was there was a tournament, um, the Las Vegas Desert Classic, and I think it was like a BDO, might have been like a Welsh Open or something like that. And uh, Scottish player Rob Thornton, really good player, and um, they both happened. The tournaments happened at the same weekend, and for getting through to the quarterfinals of this Welsh Open, Rob Thornton got two hundred and fifty quid. And he, he lost in the quarters. He got 250 quid. Uh, for getting through to the quarterfinals of the Las Vegas Desert Classic, it was something like 12 grand. <laughs> and he went, hmm, I should probably move over to the to the PDC because that's where the money was. Sky. Yeah. Sky's fucking money. The Hearns and yeah. Sky. Like, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> Come to me, mate. Trust in me. This, this tournament's been... Really good. Um, a lot of the big names that people are expecting to go through haven't. Mm-hmm. Michael Smith, current champ, has been uh, knocked out. Yeah, he's gone. Um, there's the the quarterfinals are tomorrow, and it's looking really tasty. There's some really tasty matches. Um, Rob Cross, Chris Dobie will be a, a great match. Rob Cross is playing. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant darts. Because well, his name's Chris Doby. Chris Doby. Um, Doby master. <laughs> Rob Rob, uh, Rob Cross was playing some brilliant darts. He's a former champ. He was the the last guy to play Phil Taylor before Phil Taylor retired. That would have been so fairy tale. Phil Taylor announces his retirement. He gets to the world, uh, playing in the worlds. You know, he's not he's not the player he once was. He gets through to the final, and everybody's behind Phil Taylor. It's his last ever match. And Rob Cross fucking destroys him in all fairness. Yeah. Um, and credit to Rob Cross, pure class. He, the, 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 yeah, Rob Cross, you're, the, you're it's your first world champ, world championship. How are you feeling, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, this is great. But tonight, it's not about me. This guy's a legend. This guy built the sport. It's about Phil. And his last night of darts, go talk to him. Steps away. Nice. Pure class. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, former champ, really good player. He's playing really well. That should be a great game. Brendan Dolan and Luke Littler. So, Dolan is a bit of a dark horse in this tournament, if you ask me. Um, he's he's playing some fantastic darts, but he's 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 not like... Is it on tonight? No, no, no. They have the day off today, New Year's Eve. Um, they've got to play tomorrow, so what's the point? But... <laughs> Um, so yeah Brendan Dolan he's not playing exciting darts seems backwards that yeah. does doesn't it you might as well do your match yeah have a party have a party take New, New Year's, Year's Day, Day off, off. <laughs> yeah so he's he's not playing exciting darts he's not he's not like blowing you away but it's steady consistent yeah I'm getting the job done Luke Littler's playing the best darts of his life should be a, a, a blinder MVG Scott Williams. Scott Williams is a bit of a dark horse in this one. He's come through to the quarters. Mm-hmm. Don't know about that one. I presume Michael Van Gogh is just going to beat him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then Luke Humphreys, he, he's the tournament favourite. He's not playing very well, and he's getting through his matches by the skin of his teeth. Okay. His match yesterday, um, he it went to sudden death, and he had to break the throw to win. And he was very lucky because his opponent um, 
just didn't play his best leg of darts and he was he was able to to get that double and get through and it was like you're fucking lucky there mate but he's got chesney dave chesnell um and them two got a bit of history um so that should also be quite exciting uh, as exciting as darts can get it gets me excited you know? i'm gonna do next week we'll do a we'll do a sport part on darts yeah the um, i'll get up on it I'll just pull up. Uh, da, 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 da. My God, this goes on forever. Go back, go back that way, Dave. You don't want to be doing the matches because I bet there's loads. Joe Cullen, that was the guy who, who on for his playlist. I can't remember his uh, name. Jamie's brother. Joe Cullen's really good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, Brand- Brandon Dell and Gary Anderson last night was really good as well. Gary Anderson's a class player. Um, he doesn't like the press. He doesn't yeah. like interviews. Um, apparently, um, Terry Bossons did an interview with him once and it was like fucking horrible. <laughs> Terry doesn't like him. Um, and uh, Funny that. <laughs> whoever they do an interview with and they don't like, a bit like the MP. The... <laughs> no, I mean, he doesn't like him because of the interview. Oh, right, like, okay. Af- he was gets after the interview. It was after the interview. Um, yeah. What was it? Just a boring interview. Gary, Gary's just got he's got this knack of just like making it blatantly obvious he does not want to talk to the press, uh, and he, he'll just sit there and go, "What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> um, he's had he had a, he had a pop at the press last night over Luke Littler. So yeah, Luke Littler, he's got this thing where he, he celebrates his win winnings by going get a kebab. Like, are you going to celebrate tonight, Luke? I'm going to go get a kebab. kebab. So it's become a thing. I'm going to go get a kebab. And the crowd's like, hey. Um Anyway, he's from Runcorn, I think. Yeah. And um, he's he's been pictured with a kebab and the Sun newspaper. Not the best move if you're from that area. <laughs> uh, apparently, he's, got, he's had loads of Is grief. that what all that's about with Hillsborough? Yeah, the whole yeah, the whole the sun. That's light. what that's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. With the darts player, I've seen loads of stuff on yeah. Twitter, and he, I think he's put. He's apologised. I, I apologise, but I wasn't even born. Yeah, the kid's sixteen years old. He's sixteen. You know what I mean, but he's had loads of grief from it. Yeah, he will do. Um, yeah. And and Gary Anderson, he's he's sat there in this press conference, and he's like, "What, what are you all? What are you all doing? Let the kid play darts." He's 16. Just let him play darts. Leave him alone. I've seen you. I've seen you down there hounding him. Just leave him alone and let him play darts. Yeah. And one guy's like, well, he's winning and we're the press. So what, what are you expecting us to do? And he's like, I'm expecting you to leave him alone. You've done this before with other players and you've ruined the careers. Just leave them alone and let them play darts. He's 16 years old. He's a kid. Leave him. Yeah. And he's like, all right, Gary. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's got no issues in in telling the press what he thinks <laughs> at all. Um, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to the quarters. Um, it is a shame that they have to bring something like that up um, yeah, he's, he's, by using a child as well. He's, and, and, and he is a child. He is a child. He's a child. He's you're using legally you're a child. Using a child. He looks thirty five. But <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll bring it up. You're using a child to elevate your victim's mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's all disgusting. you're doing. You're using a child to elevate your victim's mentality. And the thing is, as well, he like, shouldn't be doing this because at some point we had a problem with this. We should. Hmm. That's a victim's mentality. The um, I mean, I don't know. How, I don't know what he's like. You know, know what I mean? Ron Corns in Liverpool. Hey, 
Runcorn won't even have Liverpool. It's kind it's of... In it's in Manchester for it's one. That, uh, it's it's, it's kind Manchester. of in between, isn't it? No, it's in Manchester. Yeah. I've seen a packet of crisps, uh, two pa- pints of lager and, and a, a packet, packet of, of crisps. crisps. That's in Runcorn, isn't it? Um, yeah. Manchester. Yeah. But it's... it's Oh, it's a it's reach. It's one of them weird, yeah. Oh, mate, that's a reach, that is. Leave the lad it's alone. It's like Kids Grove, anything, and, you know uh, it's not real stuff. No, it's like, no, <laughs> no, it's not like Kids Grove, it's like crew. Crew, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like saying crews and Stoke on Trent. Leave the lad alone. 16 years old, he's a baby. Yeah, it's just a town, Runcorn town. Uh, yeah, Cheshire. But Cheshire? It's, it's that area, Manchester. though, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Do you know that's a horrible reach that is for a young lad, John, off the from the press. John Bishop uh, from Runcorn, you know, Scouse comedian. Yeah, mm. talks about it in one of his comedies. Not even a Scouser, John Bishop. No, he is. You've just said he's born in Runcorn. He's from Runcorn. I don't think he was born there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go. He, he he was born in Nosley <laughs> and moved to Runcorn. I don't blame him. Um, <laughs> Sorry to Nosley. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the darts anyway next year, and it's worked wow. out. It's worked out perfect as well because um, your quarterfinals, you've got an afternoon and an evening session on Monday, and I'm not at work because yeah. New Year's Day, and then the semis and the final are just evening sessions, <laughs> so I'm going to be able to watch all of it. Really I'm right. not at work till the eighth. I am <laughs> going to stay in tonight and get good and smashed. Mm. I think I'll be having a wee tipple in the house myself. I'm going to have a buffet. Are we having a buffet? I'm going to have a buffet, get smashed, and I've got a house to finish to sell for the next eight days because I've got no work till the 8th. Mm. So I'm, um, yeah, I, I, I'm I, going to have a couple of couple of uh, little drinks. Um, I don't know how I'm bringing the year in. I'm not going to have a couple. You're having a, a couple of barrels. Like. I'm going to have like a <laughs> bottle of vodka. Nice. You, start you on the, I'm going right. to start on the vodka, move mm-hmm. to the whiskey, and then go to Coke. Yeah. Because I'll do what I always do, if you notice. Drink loads at the beginning of the night. Yeah, and then have some soft drinks. And then start going like this at two o'clock when I can barely stand. And then I'll just have a Coke. Uh, I need a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I don't even know. Because normally like we put something on the TV... Whether it be like you know the the gig from the top of the tower or Hootenanny, I don't know who's playing this year though. I tell you what, you should be playing this year. Top of the tower? No, no, they should be all across London because their new song "Feel You." <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I'm going for it here, Dave. Their new song, their new song "Feel You," was out. I want to say Friday. Friday. I was going to say Friday, actually. You didn't have to tell me, Dave. I already know. I'm good at this. How, is, how has it been received? Yeah, sound. Cheers, thanks. <laughs> Dave's excited about his new release from the band that I can't enunciate. Malleus Tampere. That's um, the one. We, yeah, we... <laughs> We, um, Malle- Malleus Tampa- Tampere. 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 Um, we we oh. put we put the track out on Friday, and uh, yeah, no, I've, really had some, I've had some nice comments, some nice feedback from it. Um, we worked a bit more on the production. Um, we worked on getting the sound a little bit different. Um, you know, it's the 
the style of music is is very similar to uh, the album that we put out in January, uh, but the sound is different. The sound uh, is different. I think it's a little bit rockier. It sounds yeah. a bit rockier. Um, <clears throat> so, so uh, yeah, we, it's, it's a good track. It was written. Um, it, it was written a few years back, actually. That one, but finished this year. Um, it wasn't just me and Trev. It was uh, Pat and Sai, who we used to be in a band with. We all contributed to the writing of that track. They were my lyrics, um, and uh, and yeah, I decided to finish it off this year it was the band it was that it was a, oh, all right paul mccartney it was a weird yeah <laughs> Paul mccartney it was a weird band that we were in at the time because we we were in my bit of confidence and then me and trev went and did uh, duplicity the covers band yeah with tess and Sai. and then pat who played bass in my bit of confidence he came back he moved to yorkshire and then he came back to stoke and the duplicity thing had kind of stopped um and but me trev and si were still jamming so then pat jumped in and we we started writing again and um but it was just like we we didn't really get anything finished and mm. that was the last band i was in 2016 when i went you know what i don't want to do this anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. um so we had like a bunch of songs that in all fairness i didn't like um and that was the only one that i really liked um, but we never did anything with it, so I've just chose to like finish it um, in 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 my and Trev's kind of vision. Um, so yeah, there there are aspects of it that were written by Cy and Pat as well. So you know, I've given them full writing credits on it um, because you know that's that's fair. Well, you know, I didn't write the whole thing on my own. It straddles between Jane's Addiction. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, I'm with that. It straddles between James Addiction. Oh, you've thrown me thought now. I had it then. Um, Audio Slave. Okay. And Robbie Williams. Nice. Okay. I can I can, I can definitely... I can see the James Addiction thing, actually, I, now you've said it. You, you, mm. you don't think it, because I don't think you like me saying it, but I can definitely hear in your lyrics and how you deliver... It's, it's probably because I've listened to Deep Cuts, Robbie. Hmm. You can definitely hear some inspirit yeah. that type of. No, I love Robbie. Robbie's nice. direction. You can you can hear the influence <laughs> in your writing. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. fucking I love Robbie's very, songs. Very, 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 very good song. Thank very you. good song that. between Audio Slave yeah. and Jane's Addiction. <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of the the last. It was the last of like the old stuff. As much as the the album was new material that we'd mm. written, there there was. There was continuations of songs we'd written in the past that we finished. Yeah. There was old songs that we'd finished but never did anything with. Yeah. Um, so we just kind of spruced them up a bit. We sprinkled the seasoning on the top of them mm-hmm. and, and spruced them up. Um, and this was like the the last of like, you know, what have we got left in the tank from, from old stuff? And it was the last one. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to put that on a new EP or album let's just put it out as a standalone let's just get it out there and then that's done now so anything that we write from now on will be 100% brand new material yeah um so the plan is to get an ep out within the first let's say quarter of the year yep. um you know time we are very restricted by time um and th- this is the cool thing about it you're being, not restricted by time you got loads of it it's everywhere it's everywhere it doesn't stop <laughs> nobody even knows what it is not um, restricted by Dave. it's continual um, and it's the cool thing about it being such a casual gig because we, you know, we're not we're not bound by oh we've got a gig coming up oh we've yeah. got to get this uh, this album done by this date. I wish we, you would put a gig in. We can just go. Uh, 
we do next week. Yeah, Bob Brown will do some stuff. Yeah, um, I wish you all put a gig in though. I'm yeah. quite bored. We yeah, the plan is you know we, we're getting we we're rehearsing yeah. slowly but surely. But you know the last thing we're going to do is do a gig when we're not ready to. If do a you're gig. not ready, do a gig. You know what I mean? That. I'd rather wait and make sure we're well rehearsed, mm. um, and then go out and, and and do it. So, you know, it's all there. The plans are there. Um, Rick Astley is doing the BBC one tonight. <sighs> Rick Astley rocks New Year's Eve. That, that. He's bringing the New Year in. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. I'll just. I've heard it. that song enough times. I'll now. just do Hoot and Annie. It's fine. I know, but I've heard that song enough times now. I'm never gonna give you up. And now he's singing Foo Fighter songs after his massive bit of social yeah. media increase. Yeah, that's fun. What's this here? Just do some. Mm. Just do a Karuna album, Rick. <laughs> a Christmas. you were telling me then. Just no, do a, Karuna a Christmas Karuna album. Um, yeah, Rick. <laughs> Second quarter, I'm bringing music out. Oh, yeah. Do, is this your? New, I'm written. Your new hip hop. I I am written. Cool. I have wrote. No, I've got some. I like. I do like doing. I, I, the thing is about music, which which I like, are the lyric side of music. So if a lyric's been delivered in such a way, what would it be? And that's acceptable for that that people or let's say that, that type of person. What if you just change the word of it? Mm. How funny does the song become? Okay. I like that type of song. Okay. But it, then it causes controversy. Mm-hmm. And you go, well, hang on a minute. It was fine to say it's about men. But all okay. I've done is flip it round. What's the problem? What's the problem? Yeah, so I like the mess around in music. Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm doing more of your comedy stuff. Yeah. And your silly stuff. Um, what was that guy who wrote Eat It? Uh, Weird Al. Weird Al. I'm basically Stoke on Trends out answer to Weird Al. Okay. I'm Weird Cleon. Can you play the accordion? <laughs> no, but I will be able to play the bass by the end of the first quarter. Oh, okay. It's yes. just root notes. It's fucking... Yeah, I know. I figured that out. <laughs> it's I not, figured that out. It's not just root notes. When he was doing this, do you want a seven string? I was like, no. We're going... <laughs> I had a, you know what? I had a five string bass once, and um, and it was it was I actually five. It was actually really good because um, I was always like, oh, do you need an extra string for bass? Only needs four. And then I got a five string bass and went, oh, oh, that's what you uh... needed for. Oh, that's really nice. Um, and it was selling that though. Uh, after I've left the covers band. Yeah, starting yeah. with five, dude. Um, starting with five. Start with four. Starting with five. Okay, starting with five. Doing ACDCs and all that type of stuff. Keep it simple to start <laughs> off with. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's as easy as it yeah. is. Oh, well, I look forward to it. Um, it's only clicking. Let's let's call it a day. Clicking. That's been my earphones for the past week. <laughs> you know tick, this, tick, tick, when, you, when you've got to start your part, mm-hmm. this where you're sitting there going, I spent the first two days wondering what the fucking click was. <laughs> and then I get instructions out, Dave. For fuck's sake. And I'm like, what's this clicking? Oh. It's a click track, Cleon. It's a click, click track. Keeps you uh, in time. Uh, uh, oh, so. Keeps uh, you in time. Uh, it keeps you in time unless you're a drummer. <laughs> Drummers can't play to click tracks. Fucking Jesus. Drummers just do what they want full stop, so it's just it's a drummer's mentality. You know what? God, God bless Trevor. Uh, he's um he was never good with click tracks. And uh, a lot of drummers will be like, Oh, you don't need a click track because then you lose all the feeling of the song. No, you start no, you need a click track. You start playing too fast. That's what you start doing. 
you just start playing out of time. You're not losing the feeling. You're just being shit. We had that. Fuck on, me. We had that on a song. We had that on a song when we did the Gleave. Yeah. Uh, in chaos and stop, the, stop, stop speeding up. The drummer was started speeding up. Then the guitarist started speeding up. Then the bass is speeding up. And I'm on lyrics going, I'm pretty much Eminem in this now. Yeah. I was slim shading it. I was just basically rapping it's... it through. And then I went, can everybody slow down? And that's the thing about live about live performance as well. Um, like, you really, unless you're using a click track when you're playing live, you you really are basing everything on, on your drummer. And there's been so many times where I've been playing uh, and, and Trav, he's such a good drummer, but I've turned around and I'm like, slow down (laughs) (laughs) or it's the opposite way speed up i've said it live through a microphone sweating me knockers off and gone mate we're gonna have to get our drummer to slow down a bit otherwise this gig's gonna be over in 25 seconds (laughs) (laughs) no trev did really well with the recording of the album um, considering he was he never he never really um worked well with click tracks but he actually put the practice in so um we uh yeah, I, I kept him. I gave him a, like a click track, and he, he took a couple of takes. But then, like bang, he, he, he locked it in. It was ace, and um, we did really, really well with it. So, Do you yeah. know, what I have a problem with um, that. I didn't know with music. Go on. Um, what's that over there? That's the problem I've got. Uh-huh. So you know when you yeah. and it's boring. Yeah, I'll go like I'll just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a very I found out I haven't got a very large concentration span move. Yeah. So I'll be like this. Oh you can't stop. <laughs> this is making great for listeners of the podcast. And just looking like, around in a building yeah. while you're listening to the rest of the music going, Oh the drums sound mint today. Yeah. That guitarist, he sounds amazing. Oh, I've, shit. I've, be genuinely, be doobie 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 doobie. I've genuinely been in bands where um, where I've been doing, like, session work um, for, for other other acts and, like, oh, we need a guitarist for this for this gig. Can you can you jump in for us? Yeah, yeah, no worries. And you learn all the stuff. and uh, But it's stuff that you don't, like, connect with. You just It's just a job. Yeah. Like, and, and I've genuinely been on stage and I've played a whole song and then the song's finished and I've gone, huh? Oh, I don't remember. I can't remember playing it yeah. because you know you're learning. You're, not, you're it. going through it. You know I play. You're just going through the motions, yeah. and um, and then the song finishes, and then it's like, fuck, are we just where where the hell was my head for the last three and a half minutes? <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Anyway, anyway, let's let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are amazing. Um, if you would be so kind. Please let, uh, please, uh, please, please hit, please hit that like, follow, or subscribe button, whatever the option is on your favorite podcast platform. It would mean the world to us. And give us a follow on social media. On Twitter, it's at Shingles List PC. You can follow me, Shingles underscore List, and Cleon, Cleon K. Buley. Um, you can follow us on Instagram as well. It's Shingles underscore List and KL Buley 5. And the same for Threads. And it's Shingles' podcast on Facebook. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.